0: intuitive eating for the culture, because we like our vegetables, just not unseasoned. Our host, Christina Johnson, a registered dietitian specializing in eating disorders, disordered eating, body image, and intuitive eating from a liberation lens. Today, I wanna talk about almond moms and really any person in your life that you feel like has a lot of diet culture and how we can interact with them in a different way. An almond mom, Uh, specifically as you know a parent that's really deeply entrenched in diet culture and may have taught or at the the very least modeled um, a lot of disordered eating for us but this can also really just be any person in our life um, that we observe that is doing um, or that struggles with their relationship with food or their relationship with their body. The reason I want to talk about this is because I think that uh, in our own sort of healing journey in our own process of working on our relationship with food, finding more peace with our relationship with food and our relationship with our body, we can find that it's very uncomfortable, very activating to interact with people who aren't necessarily on the same journey or aren't doing the same work. And this doesn't mean that we necessarily wanna take this person out of our life, but we do want to find a new way to interact with them. And so that's kind of what I wanna talk about today. How do we interact with these people or this person in our life that still has a lot of diet culture and a lot of poor body image Um, in a way that still feels good to us and still feels okay for us, but isn't uh, causing too much discomfort or too much um, friction in the relationship. So the first thing I think that can be really helpful is if you, you know, you have this relationship with this person and you know that you're going to interact with them from time to time or on a more regular basis, doing things prior to the interaction that help you feel good that make you feel your best that help your brain feel more relaxed that help your nervous system feel more relaxed that can be beneficial for you prior to interacting with this person so an example of this would be like if you know okay when i have this conversation with my parent on the phone Um, we usually talk for like on this day of the week for this length of time, I'm going to do something prior to that phone call that helps me feel really good. I'm going to listen to music that helps me feel good. Or I'm going to go for a walk, look at a tree. Um, I'm going to get a snack, you know, whatever the case is, the thing that helps you feel better prior to that, right? You're coping in advance knowing that you might have a conversation that doesn't really feel good um or feels very activating right that feels activating to our nervous system where we feel more on edge we feel more um the increase in negative thoughts about ourselves or about our body or more increased negative thoughts about food the second thing that i think can be really helpful and really important um can is giving your brain context and you know as i was observing the conversation around this on tiktok about almond moms and and really just like parents or family members that have really deeply entrenched diet culture is that we can in some ways be disconnected from their experience uh, i'm a millennial and i take pride in being a millennial um you know but i i was raised by a boomer and understanding the diet culture that happened for boomers right i have i've had clients who are boomers and The way that that diet culture showed up and was presented was so deeply entrenched in that it was taught to them from a young, young, young age that you have to look a very particular way in order to be respected in society, to be cared for, loved, to be partnered, and to have whatever they deem to be a successful life. And it's also important for us to remember that Boomers and Gen X went through the wild, wild west of diet culture, especially as it relates to modern diet culture. They went through the low-fat era, the low-carb era, back to the low-fat era. Then they've got, you know, the Ketos, the Paleos, all those sorts of diets. Um, And they witnessed significant shifts in the culture and the backlash for the shifts in the culture. And so they became the most susceptible, especially when we consider, you know, the boomer generation, the me generation of like, they were taught that you just have to conform, you just have to conform. They are the reason that we have the suburbs. And when we give our brain that context, and we remind ourselves that Yes, I am having my own relationship with food, my own relationship with my body, and so are they. They have their own relationship with food and their own body, and they're struggling too. That doesn't mean that you're not struggling. It just means that they're struggling too, and maybe they're struggling in a different way. Not only are they struggling with their food and their body image, but they are also struggling with the idea that they have to just fall in line, that they have to just, you know, blend in to society, and so giving yourself that context, I think, can be incredibly important and can also be kind of freeing and like freeing in the sense of you were you were sort of returning back to them. Oh, you know what, that's your diet culture, that's not my diet culture, and I don't I don't have to I don't have to keep that rule, I don't have to hang on to that. The third thing I'm going to to remind you of is to set some boundaries. I love a boundary, I teach my client boundaries all the time. And I think that there are two forms of boundaries that can be really, really helpful here. The first is an internal boundary, a boundary that you set with yourself. So in this dynamic, it can be, I'm only going to talk to this person for this long. I'm going to change the conversation if this comes up i'm going to give myself an exit strategy if i'm seeing this person or these group of people in person i'm going to give myself an exit strategy i'm going to shift the conversation or these are the things that i'm going to say to myself when they start talking reckless when they start talking greasy about diet culture here's what i'm going to say to myself in my mind to help my brain and my body to feel safe right because sometimes it's difficult to get people off of these conversations if that is their social currency right if that is that is the only way or one of the very few ways that they know how to exchange and how and maintain a relationship is through diet culture sometimes we're going to have to sit through those conversations but we have our own internal boundaries that say what i am and am, am and am not going to engage with and that tell us how we're going to care for ourselves in the middle of this conversation the second boundary is the external boundary this is the boundary that you set with other people so this could be i don't want to talk about this i'm going to change the conversation i'm going to steer it in a different way um if this continues i will leave i will remove myself from this situation this is saying oh do not talk about this thing that i'm observing or taking in right don't talk about my food don't talk about my body don't make those kinds of comments about my food or my body boundaries that we set with other people and i hope if I have anyone that's listening that is, you know, Gen X or a boomer, hey, um, you too deserve to leave diet culture, right? All of us deserve to leave diet culture. None of us deserve diet culture. Diet culture is a, is a sham of a sham of a sham. And the more that I do this work with my clients, the more that I do this work across different generations and like seeing how it kind of moves about, I, I think that you know, we've seen diet culture morph many, many times. And it's it's going through a metamorphosis currently, as we're sort of shifting back to uh, thin is in, uh, and the loss of racial ambiguity. Um, and really being able to name like, diet culture is never going to benefit you, the individual, and it's never really going to benefit the culture. It's never going to benefit us as a society. And pushing back against the idea that you have to fit in that your body has to quote fit in that it has to look a particular way that is just not the case like we are individuals you are an individual your body was made for you it is going to look how your body is going to look you do not have to go through effort and rigmarole to make it look a particular way to maintain a particular appearance that is more work than what is necessary so I hope um, that we can we can give our almond moms some grace and I hope that we can create some really good boundaries both with ourselves and with others and do some pre-coping so that when we have these conversations, because we'll inevitably have these conversations, we can interact with them differently. And I will give you an example of this before we head out of here. I recently went home to visit family and I saw a family member that I hadn't seen in a while because I at this point haven't hadn't gone home in like five years I think is what we came up with I don't really remember and they you know pinched my arm and sort of made a comment about my body changing and it was a really interesting sort of interaction because I don't at this point like I don't really have anybody that does that to me because I don't go home often and my response to this family member my first of all my response to myself was like I like did a deep sigh and I just kind of was like, it's all right, girl. Like you can kind of respond however you want or you don't have to respond at all. Like it's up to you, but you're good. And I chose to respond, but I also chose to give that other person permission. And so I, my response was, yeah, you know, my body can't stay 18 forever. Like it's going to change. And one that's reminding me, that's reminding myself that my body is going to change and that's okay. Okay it's okay that my body has changed since I was 18, because thank goodness. Shout out to 18 year old me, but like, she served her purpose. We have moved on. We're doing new things now. Um, But it also gave that family member permission for their bodies to change. And the interesting thing was their response was, yeah, my body has changed too as I've gotten older, and that is okay. And then we moved on. And while I know that that's not going to be how everyone is going to respond, as much as I wish that's how everyone would respond. But my conversation with myself before it responded and choosing to give that person choosing to give myself permission to change but also giving that other person permission to change and also knowing like even if they would have responded completely different my boundaries are enough that i'm like okay and then i change the subject like i'm not going to engage with you in this conversation like if this is all you have for social currency hi let's just talk about the sky let's talk about your garden or something because this person had a lot of plants Um, but knowing that because, because not everyone is on the same journey or they're on the same path, like I'm still going to have to interact with these things, but I'm choosing to interact differently, both internally with myself, I'm interacting differently. And then with the the people outside of me, I'm interacting differently. And it really, you know, it really takes a lot less mental energy. And I will be, you know, forthcoming with you in that it didn't always feel this easy and it didn't always feel this comfortable. But with practice, with continued practice, with practice setting boundaries within myself and then setting boundaries with other people, it has become a lot easier to have that sort of interaction and not have it feel like it's derailing any part of my day or any part of my week. Um, Aside from using it as an example, that actual experience held no emotional charge for me. Like it was more of like, well, this is annoying. Um, as opposed to that really self-critical, like immediate, oh, I need to change something about my body. I need to do, you know, X, Y, and Z in order for this to never happen again. Um, it was more so me giving that person, like me acknowledging, oh, that person has a different type of diet culture than I have. They grew up in a different time with a different type of diet culture. And like, that's okay. Like it is what it is. And I don't have to I don't have to listen to that diet culture. I can push back on that. And then also giving that person permission to be like, you know what? Maybe it is okay that my body changed. And like, even if they didn't want to take that permission, that's their business. That I'm not responsible for that. So with that, I'll leave you. Until next time. Bye.